0: Podcast Season 2, Episode 29, Bruins-Panthers Game 1 Recap with Maddie and Smitty, brought to you on the Inside the Rink Podcast Network. InsideTheRink.com is your one-stop shop for all your NHL and ECHL news, insight, and analysis. Follow on Twitter at Inside underscore the underscore rink and download the Inside the Rink app and subscribe to Inside the Rink's YouTube. Smitty will tell us about how you can sign up for ESPN+. Plus.
1: Yeah, you can watch the Bruins on ESPN Plus by signing up on the Inside the Rink website. Go to insidetherink.com slash ESPN to sign up. I have ESPN Plus, and I love all the out-of-market NHL playoff hockey now, college sports, mm-hmm. and much, much more. So sign up for ESPN Plus at insidetherink.com slash ESPN. And we are live on Inside the Rink
0: YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook pages. It's the Game 1 recap, and the Bruins get... A 3-1 to one win tonight over the Florida Panthers in Game 1 without Captain Patrice Bergeron out with an illness. Uh, came down to a game-time decision. He was not available, but the Bruins score first, get a goal from David Pasternak on the power play on a great feed from Tyler Bertuzzi, first playoff point in his career for Bertuzzi. Panthers use the forechecking game to carry some of the play. Bruins get a gift goal by Marchand, leaks through Lyon, it was Marchand's 50th career playoff goal. Lyon redeems himself with some great saves later. Two on Frederick, uh, just point blank. Robbed him both times. Uh, Dimitri Orlov with a terrible turnover right to Matthew Kachuk for a goal to make it 2-1. Then the Bruins get a signature third period. Not much ice or room in front of Allmark. Uh, good in their own zone. Much better than the first two periods. to gets a big goal to make it three to one. A greasy goal. Bruins finish it out without Bergeron, who was out with an illness, and get the uh, game one win.
1: Yeah, it, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't their best game, uh, especially early. I thought they were better as the game went on. As you said, the third period I thought was their best period of the game, uh, and, and they and they. Really kind of shut it down and locked it down and and, and got the win. But uh, the guys that you wanted to score scored in in that uh, in in this game, so uh, that was nice to see. You know, you get a goal from Pasternak, you get a goal from Marchand, who had been on the schneid a little bit lately, and and JD with the nice greasy goal late. So you know, some of your big guns uh, score score goals in this one, and, and uh, the defense was really good. I mean, one egregious turnover, but other than that, you know, there really wasn't a ton of of uh, quality Quality chances for Florida I mean they did have a, a turnover by McAvoy too with uh, I believe Montour had a point blank kind of slap shot chance um, but it was a lot of traffic in front a lot of um, a lot of bodies in front so Allmark really had to work hard to to see the puck and find the puck and he did a really good job of that uh, all night long.
0: Yeah and I thought it was good of Allmark to be able to have that kind of an effort after having the illness which has been running ramparts for the team a, a really strong stomach bug and, um, <clears throat> and to be able to come back it looked like he was a, you know he was he was sort of grabbing at his knees a little bit here and there his stoppages and looked like he was seeing some fatigue there but he, he played really well and the defense really kept everything to the outside I thought for quite a bit of the game a lot of point shots, uh, not a lot getting through uh, not a lot of real rebounds and any rebounds that he did give up. Uh, the team was able to sweep away, so uh, I thought it was a pretty good defensive effort by the Bruins. Uh, all right, 7 Chirps time, sponsored by Lops Brewing. Lops is a brewery and tasting room in downtown Winsocket, Rhode Island, specializing in small batch ales and lo- lagers. It's open seven days a week. Use the coupon code SPORTS to get set, uh, 10% off your online order. Go to lopsbrewing.com. follow them at Lops Brewing for new beers and events. Chirp number one, flu bug is ripping through the team. Could it create some issues with fatigue? as the playoffs continue.
1: Uh, it, it's, it's possible. It certainly is possible. I, I mean, uh, I think they said Loco lost uh, like eight pounds or something like that when he, when he had it. So, yeah. um, you know, it's good that the Bruins have depth. I think, you know, obviously you, you're hoping for a long playoff run and, and the depth, and the depth is going to be tested. Uh, you know, they seem to have uh enough for pretty much five solid lines not four and in 8d so um hopefully you don't need all those guys but uh it's encouraging that uh if the flu gets the better of some people that you do have guys that are able to step in and, and contribute
0: absolutely and i think that the renewed depth that they have from the deadline deals um is is really going to benefit them uh tonight they look really confident playing uh and you can see we talked about this last week's episode is anybody really going to be missed terribly if they're lost? And here's a guy in Bergeron who we mentioned as one of the guys. And, you know, they get the win. And, and it really, you know, I, I don't think there was any real times where you really missed Bergeron, you know, all too much in there. I think that some of their issues, like you said, a, a turnover – by the D, but but for the most part, I thought they played a really good, strong defensive game. I thought all the centers played well. I thought Charlie Coyle played really
1: well. Yeah, tonight. he was excellent tonight. He,
0: he was, and uh, I think that that certainly helps his defensive effort. No sixth defensive effort, and Zaka being a good 200 foot player, I think it I think it nullifies that quite a bit when you lose a guy like Bergeron, uh, yeah, for that one game. Uh, all right, chip number two. Did the Bruins mismanage the last game of the season? It seems to be kind of odd that they were uh, playing pretty much a full lineup that last game.
1: Yeah, I, I think they were probably just worried about a little bit of rust. You know, the guys are creatures of habit. You not they don't want to be off for too many days in a row. I think they had three days off after that last game. So, if the, uh, you know, a bunch of those guys didn't play. They're off for maybe a week uh, before you start the playoffs. And you probably don't want that. So um, I would say they didn't miss management mismanage it, but you're not necessarily looking for a guy like Bergeron to play, you know, whatever, a few shifts in the first period and then, and then uh, not play the rest of the game. And, and uh, you know, they get some kind of little minor tweak. And then, you know, now he's got the illness, you know, I'm wondering if it's a combination of the two, Um, If it was just the illness, I feel like maybe he would have played. Maybe they're being a little extra cautious with him um, just because of the illness as well. So um, you're not sure exactly what all that entails. But uh, I think overall, they were pretty good with, uh, you know, having those guys trying to stay sharp before the playoffs started. There was a couple of interesting things. One, he was in the building. Yeah,
0: he was seen walking in the buildings, which means that, you know, he's he's well enough to go into the building. Uh, And secondly, playing in the Montreal game almost leads me to believe that this is it for him. Like this, this might have been his last chance to play in his hometown um, in front of his family. And I think that that is a that could be a, a sign that he's really leaning toward being done.
1: Well it it no. could it could be that but it could be also that he d- he doesn't know what he's going to do so they just wanted to give him that right. opportunity in case that he decides to retire. So right. um you know if they win it um and obviously that's a big if but if they do I would not be surprised at all if he Krejci, and and possibly even you know a few other guys decide to uh to hang it up Fellino and and sure. so um, yeah, yeah it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, uh, how that all shakes out down the line. Um,
0: all right. Sheriff number three, will we see Matthew Grizzlick in game two? do you think?
1: I do not think so. I think, you know, uh, sure. no, I don't think so. I think the, um the ferocity with which Florida four checks um, and, and Grizzly being a little bit smaller. I mean, he may be able to go back and get some of those pucks a little quicker than some of those other guys. Um, but I, I feel like you, you're not going to put them on a third pair with, with Clifton. Cause that pairing was just atrocious. They're just not big enough to handle uh, the big right. bodies of Florida down low. So um, I, I feel like if, if anything, it would be, um, you know, maybe a guy like Cliffy coming out, and then Forbort and Grizzlick maybe on the third pair. I think they like Forbort's blocking shots and penalty killing enough to to want to keep him in. The, in plus, he's a bigger body. Uh, so if if anything, I think it would be Clifton, but I don't. I don't really see Clifton coming out because I thought Clifton was pretty good tonight.
0: I did, too. I thought Clifton was, was pretty good. I thought Lindholm struggled tonight with, yeah. with puck possession and, and, and uh, you know, trying to clear the puck and, and try to advance the puck. Uh, that, that pairing we'll talk about in a bit of, of Lindholm and Carlo struggled some. Even McEvoy struggled at times with, with trying to get the puck out or trying to get a clean breakout. Uh, so that was a pretty good job by, by Florida forechecking. Luckily, as they've had all season, Florida has a, just a terrible time trying to finish. Uh, other than, you know Kachuk and Barkov, uh you know after that
1: um not, has a yeah, bunch he, of goals
0: he scored a bunch of goals yeah. too but but they they are uh, toward the bottom of the league in finishing 5 on 5 so that's that's a good a good thing because their their forechecking was good and at times they carried play uh all right Sherp sure four the right guy scored for the bees Hopefully it, it bodes well for the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I mean, I it, they, like we talked about a little bit before, but, you know, you get goals from Marchand, who was, you know, on the schneid a little bit. Uh, Placinoc scores, you know, that's a guy that you need to depend on to score goals for you, uh, you know, no matter what time of year it is, Uh, and DeBrus scores. And and he's been quiet a little bit recently. So it was good to see those guys get off on the right foot. You know, you get assists from, you know, Krejci gets a point, McAvoy gets a point. Um, you know, Bertuzzi obviously with a couple of points had a great night, uh, coil with no points, but he was tremendous, especially in the third period, uh, leading up to that, to the goal where Hathaway, you know, hits the glove and the, and the puck goes in, uh, that entire shift was just dominant. Like the, the Bruins were all over him, uh, late in the game and just wearing them down. It was a, it was a fantastic shift there. So yeah, you get goals from, uh, from some of the guys you want to score, uh, I thought Hall was pretty good, uh, especially on the rush. Set up Freddie a few times. Freddie could have had a hat trick in this one uh, if if Lyon didn't make a few uh, you know really good saves on him. So uh, you know you're getting some some good chances and, and and good play from some of the guys that you're going to be depending on to go deep in the playoffs here.
0: Yeah, so I think uh, you know overall I thought the I thought the Bruins played a pretty good you know pretty good game at, you know without Bergeron and I think that they. Obviously played a really good third period, which they've done all year. That that fourth line that you mentioned, that shift they had was reminiscent of like the Merlot line kind of third period. You know, put it on them, you know, really control the play, grind it out, cycle the puck, get shots on net. Uh, they ended up scoring because of a disallowed goal. But boy, that was such a great shift and, and really one of those nails in the coffin shifts. Uh, that a fourth line, you know, needs to, needs to have every once in a while, especially in the third period, to show their worth. And I, I thought that, you know, that fourth line is really going to be a difference maker. Um, you know, three really good, heavier players. They, they play good defensively. They're not afraid to mix it up. They go to the net. I mean, it's, I think that's a really good sort of game-changing fourth line. As we go forward, uh, trip five, a lot of extra stuff away from the puck. The hate is building. It's only game one. <laughs> do, the referee, do the referees need to watch that more? I'll tell you what, the officials scare the shit out of me. Yeah. They really do because that, that penalty on McAvoy was just egregiously bad. Like that, he, he brushed up against the guy. I mean, it, he crumbled like a house of cards. They lead the league, by the way. Tied to the league in dives, Florida. So that was a clear crumble to the ground trying to buy a call. They were waiting to, to call a penalty on the Bruins. Yeah, they the were. The Panthers had a couple. Yep. And the Bruins scored on one. Mm-hmm. So as we see years and
1: years and years, the, the referees were dying to call a penalty on the Bruins, and there you have it. Well, they missed one on March. gets high-sticked in the face right in front of the net in the first— Two minutes into the game, right. he takes a high stick right in the face. Right in the face. And, and yeah. they, show, they show the camera angle from, like, the bottom low boards from the corner. And when they zoom out, you can see the referee's stripes looking right at it. Like, what are you watching? What right. game are you watching? You're like, oh, I'm not going to call. It's too early in the game to call a penalty. He was clipped him right in the face. And, and, you know, they just, you know, so they, they let some stuff go, I, I thought. Uh, that Florida got away with a lot of little extra cross checks and shoves. Like there was, Mm -hmm. there would be a play on the puck, like a hit and the guys would come together and then the Florida guy would give them like an extra shove or an extra, you know, chop to the leg or whatever it is. Um, And they seem to get away with a lot of that extra stuff. Should the referees be uh, looking at that and and policing it? No, it's the playoffs. The Bruins just need to do it back. They need to be, they need to, you know, they need to toughen up. They need to be yep. aware that that stuff's going to happen in the playoffs. Absolutely. That's Florida's game plan, and they have to be ready for it. Be the aggressor. If you go into the corner and the, and the play is on the puck and it's done, then you be the first one to deliver the cross-check, and maybe you mm-hmm. catch them on a retaliation. So uh, if they're going to let all that stuff go, which they probably will, uh, at least most of it, because it's the playoffs, you know, McAvoy's penalty aside, um, you know, you just have to be the aggressor, be the one that's going to initiate that stuff instead of taking it and then having to retaliate and maybe get a penalty from it.
0: Well, the, the, the book on the Bruins the last couple of years, few years has been do just that, you know, j- you know, hit, hit them. you know, be heavy on them, hit them after, they, you know, they won't retaliate. Retaliate because Cassidy wasn't a fan of reti- retaliation. I think Montgomery is probably going to be a little more lenient on that. Yeah, but I'm just hoping that the officials don't call the retaliation. If you're going to you're going to set the set the bar where it is. I mean, you're going to allow a little cross check, a little you know face wash, then allow the other face wash, and then be and then be done with it. Yeah, Goudis, G- I thought Goudis, who's a you know, who's a who's a known you know dirtbag yeah he is you know Gut- is you know he he took a guy down in front of the net it might have been Bertuzzi clear interference oh yeah it yeah, it it like, yeah it was it
1: was Bertuzzi yeah
0: it's just like I mean and he and he will do that he'll go in and and he'll he'll put a little extra stick a little extra shove he, sure. he tends to get away with that stuff Eckblad going in on the penalty he 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 trips, you know, Pasternak, and then drives his head into the boards. Yeah. because he takes a little bit of a liberty after that. Yeah. Um. So, but that's what the Panthers are going to probably look. They're not as good as the Bruins, and they need to find an edge in some way. And if mm-hmm. you know, if someone gets dinged up because we took an extra shove, then, then so be it. We'll yeah. live with that. And and that's that's probably what they're going to try to do, especially with some of the older guys on the team. So I worry about you know Bergeron or Pasternak or, you know, these guys. You know, taking like Pasternak took a couple shots tonight. Yeah, he did. uh, That was, uh, you know, but, you know, to his credit, and I don't think he gets enough credit for it, Pasternak is able to play through the physical stuff now. Mm -hmm. Maybe not in the early on in his career, but he is now. Uh, All right, Chirp6, the good news is the Bruins can play better. Uh, will the P- Panthers have enough at the end of the day, you
1: think? I, I don't think so. I thought the Panthers played a really, really good road game, especially early on, and they had nothing to show for it. The only goal right. they scored was an absolute gift. Um, you know, maybe some of, those, some of that traffic in front and they bang and rebounds, you know, maybe that's how they can score goals. I don't know if they can play much better than they played. Um, you know, they did give up a few two-on-ones, but Lion made some unbelievable saves. Like, this game easily easily could have been like six to two easily, easily. Um, easily. yeah. So I, I'm not sure they can play much better than that. And the Bruins certainly can. I thought their, their first period wasn't great. Um, and their second period was average and the third period was pretty good. Uh, so the Bruins could certainly play better. The Panthers, I don't know where, where else they can go. I, am not sure what, what, what else they can do besides what they did in the first, uh, to, to win this series.
0: Yeah, I I don't either. I mean, I they don't have the depth that the Bruins have, obviously. They don't have the scoring up the, you know, all all four lines and and you know, the threats that 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 they can be. I don't think. I mean, Stahl and Reinhardt uh pretty good in that third line they, They're missing Sam Bennett who had 16 goals. You know, that's probably a, you know, a tough loss for them, but that fourth line of of Smith and Cousins and White doesn't do a hell of a lot. And they don't play a lot. Mm-hmm. Um and that that's that's a line right there that just they can't match up with anybody the Bruins have. Uh, and the Bruins have better defense. So I think that in the goaltending, obviously, is much better. And you can't have your goaltender giving up leaky goals to the, to the record-breaking team in the history of the NHL. No. Uh, you just And expect to win. So they're going to have to figure that thing out, too. I just think there's too much there for the Panthers to overcome. I said they'd win in five. I'm going to stick with that because I think they might steal one in Florida. Um, but I, I still think it's going to be a Bruins in five. And I don't think the Panthers uh, are just gonna get, just not going to have enough uh, to beat the Bruins. So your prediction for game two?
1: Uh, I think the Bruins win game two uh, by a similar score. I'll say four to two. Okay. Uh, I like
0: the Bruins uh, I'm going to say a five to three win. I think it'll be a little bit more open. I think Florida will try to play a little bit more of an open style, which will give the Bruins. Uh, a little bit more chances, I think the Bruins will watch some film and see some, some ways to break out. If you can get past the forechecking, you can get some odd man rushes the other way on Florida. Yeah, I mean, you they had have some. To bury them. Yeah. And they had some tonight. You just have to bury them. I think the Bruins will bury a couple more uh, in game, too. And take game too as well. All right, DraftKings Sportsbook, Boston's hometown sportsbook, is live right here in Massachusetts. Bet local on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home with DraftKings. To celebrate, all new customers will receive up to $200 in bonus bets when you sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook using code ITR. You can now bet local on money lines, spreads, prompts, and more with one of America's top-rated sportsbooks, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up with the code ITR to get up to $200 in bonus bets to use now that mobile sports betting is live in Massachusetts. That's code ITR only at
1: DraftKings Sportsbook. If you a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, call 800-327-5050 or visit helplinema.org to speak with a trained specialist, free and confidentially, 24-7. 21 plus, physically present in mass. Eligibility restrictions apply, subject to regulatory licensing requirements. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply, opt-in required. Bonus issued as free bets. Terms at draftkings.com slash MA.
0: All right, beauties and benders for this game one. And the beauties, beauty number three Bruins goaltender, Linus Almark. They're going to be loving you from dawn until dusk. I thought Almark was very good. He had 31 saves on 32 shots. Uh, let up the goal to, to check not much you can do there after the turnover. Um, but I thought coming through the illness, and, and uh, I, I, he really showed a lot. That's his first career playoff win, so there was some unknown there. He was 0-2 last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of a question mark, but he's a different goaltender, obviously, this year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Mark was absolutely, he was. He was terrific. And, uh, you know, especially early on when they had a lot of traffic in front, finding the puck and seeing the puck.
0: All right, beauty two, Charlie Coyle. Going to love you, eh? They're going to be loving you from dawn until dusk. Weymouth's own Charlie Coyle was terrific tonight. His puck possession game. Um, he just was really, really good. Played physically as well. He's a big kid. He always has been. He mm-hmm. uses his body well. Um, you know, provided some chances, got some really good puck possession. I thought he was one of the better players on the ice.
1: He absolutely was. He was, he was uh, definitely one of, the, one of the stars of the game for the Bruins, uh, you know, dynamic with the puck and, and uh, you know, really played a solid 200 foot game.
0: Sure did. And then beauty number one, Tyler Bertuzzi. Gonna love you, eh? They're gonna be loving you from dawn until dusk. Uh, I am on the bandwagon of sign Bertuzzi. After uh, another, uh, just a terrific game tonight. His first career point and his first career playoff game after uh, 300 plus regular season games. So Bertuzzi uh, got rewarded tonight and was just that. That pass to Pasternak was fantastic. He also set up Orlov. Was it Orlov in front? Yes, it was Orlov in mm-hmm. front from behind the net early on in the game. Yep uh another beauty of a pass like he has a tremendous vision uh and he also can mix it up he's got a little bit of you know dirtbag in him too like he he'll go after you yeah uh, he'll mix it up he's not afraid uh, he's just a really good, well-rounded hockey player. Yeah,
1: he's a great ad for the Bruins. Uh, you know, a really, really good acquisition at the deadline. I think he fits what they want to do perfectly. I think he's a playoff-type guy, uh, enjoys to, to mix it up in the physicality. And I am 100% on board. You you need to sign him at all costs, whatever it takes in the offseason, to keep this guy on the Bruins. Because he certainly has a chemistry with Pasternak, uh, and, and they seem to— uh, you know, have, have found uh, a nice relationship there. And, and uh, so it would be nice to see that continue uh, for many years after this one.
0: Absolutely. And uh, hopefully they, they do find a way to sign them. Cause I think he'd be a great, you know, part of the new nucleus going forward.
1: Absolutely. All right. So we're going to do benders now and coming in at bender number three, Aaron Eckblad.
0: I'm a bender.
1: And uh, just kind of a, uh, like we talked about Timo Meyer the other day, uh, <laughs> yeah. just just like a douchey hit, like a douchey hit. You know, he he takes a penalty on Pasenak. They go into the corner and Pasenak's fallen down and he just kind of rides his head into the boards for no reason at all other than to be a brick. I mean, yeah, it was it exactly. was like, oh, maybe I can concuss him here. Uh, and and knock him out of the game and and we'll gain an advantage. So it was a it was a dog shit hit by an asshole player uh, on the Panthers, who now is you know one of my uh, one of my enemies, mortal yeah, enemies.
0: I mean, you know what? It, it, you're right, and it was just like like Meyer. It was the same kind of thing, like over to the boards, like yep. and you almost had this feeling, like this. This arrogance, like they're not going to call another one on me, so I'm just going to
1: shove his head to the board. Yeah, right sure. Here.
0: You know, just, yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, settle down. You know, I, I yeah, I didn't love it either.
1: Yeah. Uh, bender number two, the Lindholm Carlo pairing. Have oh, a bender. Ooh, yeah. At one point at one point.
0: The shots on the shots were fourteen to two yeah. in favor of Florida when they, they were, were on, on the ice. Carlo so I think
1: oh, I think what they were doing was they were deploying that pairing against the Chachuk line, and mm-hmm. that didn't work out. Like no. that, those two guys for whatever reason can't handle that line. So I don't know if the Bruins make an adjustment for Game mm-hmm. Two and they send out the McAvoy pairing maybe against those guys, mm-hmm. or they or they switch. Uh, they switch partners and maybe it's, Mm. you know, Carlo and Orlov or whatever they do. I don't know what they'll do there, Mm -hmm. Um, but there may be an adjustment for game two uh, because that pairing especially didn't have a good night, especially early on. I thought Lindholm looked a little jumpy. He was uh, making some turnovers with the puck. He wasn't clean Mm -hmm. out of his own end. Even in the neutral zone, his passes were a little bit off. So, I mean, maybe he's one of the guys who's battling the flu a little bit. I don't know. They were yeah. they were kind of uh, under wraps about who the other guys were that were dealing with it, and maybe right. he's one of them. Uh, but uh, yeah, they struggled a little bit, but they did get better, I thought, as the game went on. So uh, hopefully, they can clean things up for game two.
0: Yeah, i i I'd, I'd be a i'd be okay with maybe. I mean, you don't want to look. You won the game, and you don't want to start this knee jerk reaction. We changing things every second no uh, but i wouldn't mind i mean if they have to they can go that's the beauty of it if they have to they can go all off carlo and figure that thing out mm-hmm. like if they have to yeah so that's the beauty of having two really good left shot left you know side wing uh defensemen.
1: absolutely and then bender number one who's who's always going to be uh on the list is a Bender. He's just not very good. He's not very good, but he's physical, and he'll and he'll beat you up, and he'll do all the dirty tricks and all that stuff. Um, but uh, you know, I I don't have much respect for him as a hockey player because I don't think he's very good at anything other than beating you up in your own end. Yeah, I think he.
0: Yeah, I think he. I think he was good at one point in his career, but now I think he's on the backside. I think Gouda's on the backside. I think Stahl's on the backside. I mean, they got a bunch of guys that are kind of like hanging on toward the end here and. And that's why I say Bruins have a decided advantage, defensive pairings decided. Mm-hmm. Um, and decided advantage, you know, they had their fourth line, played five minutes, six minutes, eight minutes. Like, they didn't play. Mm-hmm. You know, Cousins played six minutes. or Smith played uh, Giovanni, what's his face? Giovanni six Smith. Minutes. Yeah. Giovanni Smith played six minutes. You know, Cousins played eight. I mean, it's just, um, they just didn't have... They just, they just don't have much uh, is as much depth as, as the Bruins have, for sure.
1: That's it. That's all three. And
0: that's all, and that's all we <laughs> have. That's. The, I mean, we could list off all these benders from the. Yeah, from
1: I mean, you answers, could, you could throw Kachuk in there, and so, I mean, Ouellette. Wow, wow. yeah, yeah, I almost wanted you to do Goodis again. Yeah, we can.
0: Uh, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> uh, a <bender>. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bender. Uh, all right, next game for uh, this series is uh, Wednesday night, April the nineteenth. Game two against the Florida Panthers at 7:30 p.m. We will be on again live after the game for the wrap up, uh, checking on the scores tonight. The Oilers lead the Kings after one two to nothing. I did see that Drysaito scored the first goal for the Oilers. Stars lead the, the Wild two to one. In that one earlier on, it was the Hurricanes over the Islanders two to one, so they take a uh, one game to none lead in that series. Go to InsideTheRink.com for Bruins Benders merchandise. Follow us at Bruins Benders on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Download the Inside the Rink app and subscribe to the Inside the Rink YouTube page. Uh, Please rate and review our podcast on Apple and other uh, podcast platforms. Until next time, we'll be back for Game 2 on the recap. Thanks a lot for watching and listening, and we'll see you after Game 2.
1: Go Bruins. Thanks a lot. Go Bruins.